Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. On today's show, um, I'm going to teach you how to determine your protein needs according to a couple of key areas. According to the sport you put potentially do, according to the age of the of the person, according to the, the sex of the person, whether it be male or female. Um, all these have to be taken into account when you're talking about protein intake because I, I feel the protein intake is something over the last 10 years or even longer has been a huge factor in in the nutrition world and also when it comes to what people potentially think about okay protein being the magical macronutrient uh, in terms of possibly weight loss so what we need to do is we need to figure out okay you as an individual person how much protein do you actually need and what is the science telling us so if you want any easy way to determine your protein needs it's very very simple um all you need to look at is first where are you coming from so so the, the recommended daily allowance, which you'll see an awful lot is RDA, is, is a sufficient amount, calculation amount, to meet the needs for active people or, or, or we'll say, professional athletes. So all these um, will, basically, you'll see when you look at protein intake, you see an awful lot of um, writings with RDA, recommended daily allowance. So what is the recommended daily allowance? Now, what we need to look at first is what are we looking at in terms of the person themselves? So we've got kind of a couple of bases we can work off of here. We've got healthy adults or sedentary individuals. So somebody that's healthy and, 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 and we'll say sedentary. Um, they're going to be requiring up to about one gram per kilo body weight at baseline. So one gram, whatever kilos you are. So if you're 80 kilos, 80 grams of protein per day is kind of where you need to sit. Now we look at the next and it's say a woman that is pregnant. There's a slight higher requirement there, obviously for the, 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 the new um, baby that's is going to be born. So we'd push that up to about 1.1 gram per kilo of body weight. Then we've got endurance-based athletes, people who do a lot of endurance-based sport. That will be running, marathon running, ultra running, competitive sports there, or just your very active endurance-based person. We're going to aim for somewhere between 1.2 and 1.4 grams per kilo of body weight. Again, it's endurance-based. The high-intensity interval training, the kind of stop-start-go sports like your CrossFits or your circuit-style training, if you're doing a lot of that in a week, the requirements are going to be pushed up a bit more because the muscular system is going to be in more demand. So we're going to be going up to about 1.4 to 1.8 grams per kilo of body weight there. Then we look at strength athletes. Say somebody wants to go to the gym and gain some muscle. We're going to be looking from anywhere between 1.6 all the way up to 2.5 to 3 grams per kilo of body weight. So there's a big area there. So what I would say, strength athletes, somebody wants to go to the gym basically build some lean tissue it's going to vary i would have a tendency as a coach to set females at about 1.6 to 1.2 grams per kilo that kind of realm there dependent on where they're coming from if they're coming to me as a client with a very low intake of protein i'm not going to start them at two grams per kilo of body weight because it's just going to be a massive jump of what they're currently doing so i'm going to start at a lower set point so when you look at strength athletes with males then i would normally run between 1.8 and 2.3 grams per kilo of body weight would be my kind of sweet spot for, for male athletes. Potentially sometimes pushing up to 2.5, but mainly between 1.8 and 2.3. Then we look at strength-based people, people who do powerlifting, stuff like that. Real, they want to gain strength. They want to be as strong as they possibly can. 
to maintain, we're going to be looking at somewhere about 1.4 to 1.8 grams per kilo body weight is absolutely fine. If they want to gain muscle, then we're pushing that up a bit higher. Again, the demand and the volume is higher. So again, the more demand on the muscular system in terms of your volume per week, the intensity you train at, the amount of weight you lift and the type of training you do, that is all going to be determined by where you lie within that protein intake figure. And then say for weight loss and calorie restriction, so you're in a weight loss phase, you're in a calorie restricted diet, you're you're in in a deficit, we're going to run your protein at somewhere between 1.4 grams per kilo body weight, maybe up to about 2 grams per kilo body weight, dependent on the person. Now, the very, very easy thing to determine this, guys, like I said, is to determine your personal protein needs. You need to know your, your weight in kilograms. And then what you do is you multiply your weight in kilograms by the recommended protein values for whatever I spoke about there, like healthy adults, sedentary adults. So if people are just healthy and sedentary, not doing any form of exercise at the moment, one gram per kilo body weight is their baseline. When you start to increase your training, you start to do a bit more circuitry style training, you start to do a bit of more weight training based stuff, you're going to go from that one gram per kilo body weight pushing up between say 1.4 1.8 grams per kilo body weight and you and again you're going to take incremental jumps here you're not just suddenly going to go from one gram to 1.8 because it's nearly doubling your protein intake and again the gut is is something that needs to be um looked after here in terms of you're going from a massive intake uh, a lower intake of protein to a very very higher intake of protein so what you need to do is if you're considering your daily protein goals also consider the fact that more than two grams um over two grams per kilo of body weight if you go higher than that there is the research is kind of saying there is no massive additional benefit but there's no negative benefit either because higher protein intakes there's the, the science has shown us that even up to three grams per kilo of body weight the research has shown us that there is no negative side effects from kidney function, all that kind of stuff. So it's all determined on the amount you're taking in and determined on the type of training you're doing. Now, when it comes to protein, and we need to understand this as well, when we're determining our protein intake, we need to understand that protein is not all equal. So if you have a protein yogurt or a chicken breast, it's not equal. So when looking at, at, pro, at looking at nutrition quality of proteins, the amino acids composition and digestibility of the protein are two important factors we need to think about. Animal proteins from meats, chicken, say fish and dairy, eggs, stuff like that, are all complete with complete what we call complete proteins with all essential amino acids as, as compared to plant-based. So if you're looking at plant-based proteins, they're not going to be what we class as complete proteins because they're not going to have your full essential amino acids um, profile. Um, animal proteins are often regarded as higher quality proteins because they are they have all our essential amino acids, including our higher concentrations of leucine um, per gram of protein, which is one of our main drivers of hypertrophy and a main, a main drivers of muscle. Leucine is the amino acid that triggers synthesis of muscle protein, the synthesis, synthesis of new muscle protein. So when you are training and you're tearing muscle fibers, you're taking in adequate amounts of protein to basically trigger the muscle protein synthesis, synthesizing um, new muscle tissue. And this also plays a huge role, guys, in weight loss too. So massive, massive player there. So we want to be getting in as much of, of a complete protein as we possibly can. So that's one factor we need to think about when we have set our targets. Say you're the person that's a sedentary person, but you started training. 
We've said there that, say, you're doing interval stop-start type of trading. You've went from one gram where it was kind of where you were at the start and you've built it up to 1.4 and you're moving closer to 1.7. That's kind of your threshold there. And again, this is important to understand from a fact of, and again, I'll put these figures, guys, in the show notes. So if you just need to revert back to them and, and wonder which ones I was looking at, that it'll be in the show notes. Um, so then when you look at your protein, you've figured out, okay, I am uh, a 60 kilo person and I am I'm, I'm going to um, move my protein to 1.4 grams per kilo. So that's bringing in about 84 grams of protein. Now you know that all proteins aren't um, the same and they're not equal. So now you know you need a balance between complete proteins and other proteins like plant-based. Now, the timing of protein, what I would say to you there, the timing of protein intake is also important part of the equation. It is very important. Um, you're going to spread out your protein intake. So if you're taking on 80 grams of protein a day, I would like to see you spread that among four equal servings, which is 20 grams of protein per serving. Now, the easy way, guys, if you're saying listening to this, you're saying, how the hell do I know how much 20 grams of protein is? Type it into the internet. How much protein in, in an average size chicken breast? So an average size chicken breast will give you about 24 to 30 grams of protein dependent. But so you'll have an idea what uh, that amount of protein is. And that's really important. If you say you're using you're, you're, you're making a smoothie in the morning and you, you're using a whey protein isolate a supplement whey protein isolate you can look at the back of the the tub and say, see how much protein per scoop they mainly run between 22 and 25 grams per scoop so then you know easily what 20 is so what i would like to see there is i it is advised to space out your protein through the day with about 20 to 30 grams with every meal you have spacing it out to maybe three or four meals or four or five meals a day the sweet spot for protein timing and dosage ensures the body has access to optimal amino acids needed to achieve fitness and performance goals and weight loss so your fitness and performance goals could be purely down to recovery purely down to building that new tissue so you can perform better you're stronger you're faster and also when it comes to weight loss muscle building and exercise recovery all key areas of your protein timing guys as well as keeping your body optimally fu fueled and satiated throughout the day because there is a big satiation factor when it comes to protein and we've talked about this in numerous numerous podcasts about the, the effects the thermic effect that protein has the body needs to break down protein it's a slower release energy source for the body it needs time to break it down um so that's really, really important that we understand that. And also, it's it, it's a real good way to control your blood sugars and your hungers and your hunger pangs through the day. So the easiest thing when it comes to talking about protein is, okay, you figured out what, what it is. And now the most, we'd say the, the most question that comes to me all the time is, how the hell do I know? I don't know how to use, say, for instance, my fitness pal. I don't know how to measure food. So... The most accurate way to determine your amount of protein in your diet is to look at the nutrition labels of the food that you are eating. So look at the labels of the food and then you can see what your foods 
how much protein are in your particular foods. If you buy a packet of meat, for instance, you will be able to see from the label how much protein in each of these steaks or chicken breasts or whatever. So that's an easy way to determine, you know, okay, if I cook this now, I'm roughly getting about 20 grams of protein, so that kind of hits my needs. If I have a bit of vegetables and stuff, I know there's protein in, in vegetables, but they're not complete proteins. It's more trace proteins, so they're not a complete protein. So that's really important. So to give you a kind of context of, if you look at three, say, we go off weights you'll be, you'll be cooking with, so three ounces of meat, fish, or any poultry, gives you about 21 grams of protein. Um, there's also protein in beans, so one, cook, one cup of cooked beans is 16 grams of protein, one cup of dairy is eight grams of protein, and one egg is six grams of protein. So again, guys, you can research all these things, and these are really easy for you to figure out. The key thing when it comes to nutrition and getting results for people and understanding protein and macronutrients is you need to put in a little bit of work as well. So the important factor is once you've determined your protein intake, right, which you will see in the show notes, and you'll be able to work off that, that guideline I gave you, then I want you to go and do a bit of research yourself on your own diet. And the easiest way I would advise clients at the start always is look at what you're currently eating. So look at the values of what you're currently eating. What is your breakfast? Is it just cereal, for instance? So, okay, is there any protein there? Okay, you put milk into your cereal. You know that dairy has a certain amount of protein, but not a huge amount. So straight away, you might say to yourself, right, okay, I'm going to look at my cereal. I'm going to look at the label and see how much protein is in that cereal. Now, I know it's not... A meat fish or, or a product so there's not really a complete protein so potentially i could look at changing my breakfast maybe every second day or third day i might have some eggs for breakfast which i know there's good quality complete protein in eggs and one egg has six grams of protein if i add maybe some meat into it like turkey rash or bacon medallion i'm going to get more protein there so again i can read labels and what you're doing is you could get little notebook beside your um cooking area in the morning and you could write down your breakfast and say you had, you had three eggs and you had two turkey rashers okay three eggs is three sixes is 18 that's 18 grams of protein and i'm taking in two turkey rashers and i see that they have about seven grams of protein per one so straight away you're in your threshold 20 to 30 grams so that's what you could do but this will require you to do a small bit of work and that's what the problem is a lot of the time with people and they're trying to change and trying to look at their own We'll say nutritional intake and they're trying to just make their nutrition better they're looking for the easy fix now obviously a coach is a massive help here guys and i would 100 percent advise you to get a coach if you are struggling to reach a, a result i always say this if you're struggling to reach a result you're not getting the result that you require because number, maybe number one you're just too lazy to do the work that's required maybe you can't figure these things out we struggle in all different areas but if you have somebody on your side that can literally look and determine your protein intake, your total calories, do out a food plan for you just to get you started and then educate you on this kind of stuff makes a, such a such a difference. This is what I be do I do most of the time with my clients is I will continuously try to educate them on the quality of foods, what's in foods, um, what what basically they should be consuming how to improve their fiber intake how to improve their protein when to eat it what to eat so this is where a lot of the groundwork is done for you so that's something guys if you feel you are struggling and you need a coach please reach out now when it comes to the rda we'll just go back to the rda because you'll see this written a lot the recommended daily allowance for protein intake is not per not 0.8 grams per kilo of body weight um so that's what actual 
um, recommended daily allowances. Now, as I say, 0.8 is at the very, very low end, and that's the recommended daily allowance for a healthy, sedentary individual. So somebody that's not doing much work. They're not walking a lot. They're not running. They're not doing strength training. They're not doing circuit training. They're just a sedentary person. Maybe you're sitting in front of a computer all day, but you don't have any medical issues. You're a pretty healthy adult, but you're not, you're not fit. You're not doing any form of exercise. That's your base baseline. So that's a recommended daily allowance. So you can see where the RDA is a bit skewed in terms of somebody who would read that and say, oh, that's how much I should be on. But they might be the person that's doing some interval training. They might be the person that's doing some strength work. So they require a little bit more protein than that. So you have to equate the protein intake back to you and what your current circumstances are. If you're a person that's literally getting off the couch and starting some form of exercise, we're going to probably push, we're probably going to start at one gram per kilo and build up from there. Um, the requirement straight away isn't super high, but as you get stronger and you're training and a bit more fitter, you're going to be able to push a little bit more. So the demands are going to be higher and the demands potentially and the muscular system is going to be higher because i mean every type of training you do guys if you're an endurance athlete or whatever you are or your person is just a lot does a lot of running or walking you should be doing some form of resistance training and we spoke about that time and time again both male and females 100 should be doing some form of resistance training you need to build that into your 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 daily and weekly routines and again when it comes to resistance training we that will require a little bit more protein because you're breaking down muscle tissue so Realistically, when it comes to protein intake, the most important factor, guys, just to sum this up, are that number one, you determine how much you need for you as the individual. Number two, the quality of the protein is not all the same. They're not all the same if you go for plant based to um, animal based. So making sure you 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 know that. So if you're vegetarian or vegan, potentially you might have to supplement with something or maybe you're happy enough getting it from getting your full essential amino acids profile from your plant-based diet, which is absolutely perfect, but making sure you're ticking all the boxes there so you might have to look a little bit deeper there. Um, but again, quality of food, timing of food, then we won't get too bogged down with timing. There's no big push here to, oh, you have to eat or suddenly going to lose your gains. That's absolutely rubbish. But I would like you to think about spreading your protein intake. Your total will say it was 100 and you're spreading it in 25 grams per main meal. So nicely spread across four meals in the day with no more than four to five hours between meals if you can. Um, so something like that is perfect. And then the next thing uh, you need to do is a small bit of education around foods and how much protein is in certain foods. Look at your current diet, do a small bit of research on it and, and, and coach yourself there. So guys, when it comes to protein intake, that's kind of the overview of what I want you to think about. And I'll put the, as I say, I'll put into the show notes what you need to know in terms of the, the targets. But it's very simple. Weigh yourself, follow off one of the targets that I hit, put yourself in one of them categories, whatever one it is. Start, if you have a very, if you have a very low intake of protein at the moment, you're not really sure, start to the low end of the scale and move up accordingly. So this guys, is an important factor when it comes to performance and training, recovery from training, uh, weight loss as well, because it's going to support weight loss because it's going to be, um, uh, there's a thermic effect of food and protein is one of these foods that increases thermogenesis. So the body needs to burn calories to break this food down. So by eating a little bit more protein keeps us very, very full, controls blood sugars, and we actually burn more calories while digesting that macronutrient so that's why the importance for fat loss protein is hugely important um so hopefully this has been 
um, educational for you and maybe it gives you so just I, I, every podcast I do all I want to kind of set in your mind as a thought process and let you empower yourself to make these changes now you have a little bit of work to do you have to weigh yourself you have to look at the show notes you have to see where, where you fall within the category start to the base level go and find out how much is protein is in your current meals you're consuming and then you can make adjustments from there, guys. If this is all literally double dutch to you and you do not understand any of this, reach out and get a coach. I'm available for coaching. Absolutely no problem. I can take the reins on this for you, set everything up and really educate you on it. But if you want to do it yourself, you absolutely can. But it will require you to do a small bit of work. But other than that, guys, I hope this makes sense to you. I hope you can take something from it. I just wanted to do a little brief overview on protein intake because it's something that's always in the literature. It's always in the media, social media, and it's always the buzzword in a lot of food labels. We need to understand what protein is and how much we actually need and not to get too carried away with it and eating way over our, 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 our amounts that we should be eating and that we, uh, once we fall within a certain category of what we do within our sports. So hopefully that makes sense, guys. Hopefully you're having a fantastic week. And again, as always, thank you for supporting the channel. I really, really appreciate people supporting this podcast. I really enjoy doing it. Um, it's something in 2024 I am going to do in a bigger scale. And I'm going to um, really, really get into this podcast and really get some really good guests on. I had loads of people lined up for this year. Very difficult to get people to commit on certain times. So recording has been a bit of a problem. But I have an awful lot of people on a list that I have actually booked in solidly for 2024. So it's gonna it's gonna be we're gonna step the podcast up to the next level. I'm gonna get some very, very good guests on, and we're gonna talk about some very good subjects that will relate relate to the listener and that you can take away. And every podcast I do, guys, all I want you to do is literally take something from it um because that is the key to the, any podcast when you listen to it you need to take something from it if you don't it's it's just you're not getting um you're not get, you're not getting anything from it so what are you listening to and i'll leave you with a fantastic um quotation i heard the last day on a on a podcast i was listening to and again this is what i took from it the magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding. So embrace the work and do not shy away from it. Absolutely, that work will pay off. So that quotation, guys, stuck with me. I listened to a podcast and that's the one nugget I took from it that was absolutely fantastic. The magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding. Absolutely superb. Think about that one. Um, hope you have a fantastic week. And again, guys, please share and like and all that kind of stuff. If you could in your social medias, I would really love if you'd push the, the uh, podcast a little bit more on your socials. Tag myself, screenshot, share the podcast, share the episode, share your thoughts on an episode that you listen to. I would really, really appreciate that. And again, guys, have a fantastic week. And thank you for listening to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby Inright.